The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. Hi, this is Mia Mohsen Zia, also known as Mia No Time for Love. Check out my latest book, Missing, available in print and ebook formats on Amazon. It's now time for the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and sponsored by international award-winning author Mia Mohsen Zia of Missing. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on over 40 podcast platforms, as well as HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, and TheMikeWagnerShow.com. We can be heard in over 100 countries, featuring over 1,000 well-known and amazing guests throughout the globe, and named one of the top 100 global podcasts in the New York Weekly Times, Hollywood Entertainment News, Los Angeles Weekly Times, Apple, and Chartable. So sit back and relax and enjoy another great episode of the award-winning Mike Wagner Show. Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention Mike Wagner Show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Mosenzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Mosenzia, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Mosenzia has garnered great reviews and Eve Levin endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manios. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia Mosenzia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Weiner Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 40 podcast platforms heard in over 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music, and more. Also on HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, Oldies Radio, and a few networks coming soon. Take the Mike Wagner Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Wagner Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Wagner Show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Wagner Show podcast. T-shirts, pop pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies, baseball gear. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Wagner Show podcast and for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Mosenzia for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also, T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash Mia Mosenzia. Check it out today. I'll support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and themikewidenershow.com. Make sure you give generously today. We're here with a terrific lay who's backed by popular man, singer, songwriter, who share the stage with uh, Michelle in the cello, Divinity Rocks, John Walker from Panic at the Disco. She was endorsed by Guitar World um, Magazine, one of the top 10 uh, female guitarists you should know. She uh, had her self-titled debut uh, a, back, a while back before the pandemic, about a couple years ago, featuring Whiskey Love, Give Me All You Got. Heart Attacks and Southern Roses, and also um, Leave Your Queen was featured as well, too. And um, she's also got a brand new uh, release uh, called Collide featuring All Your Love and David Goliath. We'll be playing those tracks in um, just a couple of minutes. And live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Plus Studios somewhere on the East Coast. And um, getting ready to hit the spotlight again of uh, the amazing, multi-talented singer-songwriter, 
from the New York, New Jersey area, ladies and gentlemen, the immensely multi-talented Babylon. Babylon, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us once again. Thank you, Mike. Such a pleasure to be on your show. So happy to see you again. So many things have happened. Well, great. Well, it's great to have you back on as well, too. And of course, I forgot to mention that you, you're now the official owner of Powerbush Records. So congratulations to that. The big Powerbush to you. So <laughs> I am. Thank you for thank you. Uh, yeah, Powerbush Records. We're doing a lot. We're doing a lot. I started it in the pandemic um, to empower any artist that needs needs any kind of empowerment in any kind of capacity um, because I wanted to give back and give back knowledge, give back uh, recording, producing. I produced an artist over the pandemic, produced two artists over the pandemic as a producer. Um, so Powerbush Records has been um, at the helm of uh, doing very, very big things here mm -hmm. in the East Coast of the USA. Mm -hmm. And certainly very big as well, too. And of course, a little recap, your singer-songwriter shared the stage with uh, Michelle in the Jello, Devandy Rocks, John Walker of Pack at the Disco, endorsed by Guitar World Magazine, one of the top 10 female guitarists you should know. You had um, your, your um, self-titled debut featuring Leave Your Queen, Whiskey Love, Give Me All You Got, Heart Attacks and Southern Roses. You have a brand new uh, album called Collide featuring All Your Love and David and Goliath. And, um, you know, but so let's get you up to speed quickly. Tell us how you quickly first got started and, um, you know, just kind of work your way. It's been like about a couple of years or so. Maybe we can just refresh our memories. Uh, once again, how you quickly got started. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I uh, just a quick, quick way of how I got started. I I started. Um, I started playing guitar in junior high um, and I became very quickly obsessed with it. Um, but in order to learn how to play the guitar, I had to convince the teacher of the class to um, let us use one of his um, classrooms as it, it was in block scheduling so that he could open up his schedule. Um, and unfortunately, it was towards the end of the year of junior high. Um, and everyone's electives had been chosen. So I had to go to the counselor, to the, um, to the president of the school. And then I had to go to the board of directors in order to begin an intermediate and advanced class. Because at that particular time, they told me that I could not take um, the guitar class unless I found a loophole, which I did which is to create my own class mm. um, and find 10 students that wanted to take it. And then we could create a course last minute, which we did in a matter of about um, two weeks. Um, and that is how I started to learn how to play the guitar at, at age uh, 13. I've been uh. singing and been a singer songwriter since that moment. Um, I started playing open mics at a very young age. I think maybe, I don't know, 15, 16, um, at 18, I, I started going into the DC metro area to expand my fan base. And, um, then I went across the country to California in my early twenties and then landed myself to the New York city area, um, by constantly playing as a songwriter, as an artist, um, developing my producing skills, learning how to be, um, a producer because you know when I first started playing I 
Um, I couldn't help the overwhelming feeling of hearing multiple instruments and arrangements to the songs that I was playing on the guitar and singing to. Like I heard the bass line, I heard the drum parts, I heard the brass line, I heard the backing vocalists. Um, and someone had educated me and told me, well, you're not just an artist, like you're a producer because you hear all of the moving parts. Um, so I did that and then I continued moving forward, getting a couple accolades here and there. You know, one of them is the, the Guitar World Magazine write-up, phenomenal, amazing um, women's um, womeninmusic.org um, collaboration. I won an award to be in that. It's phenomenal women. Um, I was given a scholarship to um, one of their retreats back when they were running them for women in music, um, you know, and a few other accolades. Got the opportunity this past year to work with um, a producer um, friend of mine, a mentor that I've had for quite some time. We always wanted to collaborate together. So we um, recorded together David and Goliath, um, which has um, a few very prominent musicians on there, um, including um, Gary Foote, who is um, a bass player that plays for um, Smokey Robinson. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, one of um, a drummer that has played with Lionel Richie um, and Jeff Jones, the Jedi master is the Grammy winning producer that um, co-produced, well, co-produced this single with me to try and bring all of the moving parts um, to light as much as I, I wanted them from my mind onto paper. Mm. That is rather interesting. You talked about David and Goliath, and uh, tell us a bit more about that song, by the way. What inspired you to write David and Goliath? What inspired me to write David and Goliath? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> God, your questions are always so good. <laughs> um, I try. You know, I... <laughs> I was leaving New York City to go to Texas. My parents are in Texas. And I was leaving New York City and I felt so um, ready to, to take myself on a national tour and not knowing where I was going and feeling a little beat down by um, the hard shell that is the music business. Mm -hmm. So I started writing this song to empower anyone who keeps going after they have gone to the 999th door that's shut and they keep going to get to that last door that's open. Um, so I wrote this song out of pure um, necessity for my own soul to to bring, to bring like, like sustenance of, of true passion to light. Um, and then it started to evolve into this bigger thing. It started to evolve into this uprising um, ballad that started to empower me. And then as I would play it, people would tell me that it started to empower them. And mm. that started to invigorate this feeling in me to step away from songwriting about 
things that I thought people needed me to songwrite about. And it opened up this completely huge channel to rediscover myself yet again, um, to start writing about all of the passions of life, all of the passions of life. So David and Goliath, not only was it an inspirational song for me to, to write, to empower other musicians or empower other humans to reach their highest goals, you know, in the mm -hmm. universe, what their passion breeds, their drive to go past their limitations. Um, but it also was David and Goliath was in inception inspiration in itself to open up my ability to go past my fears of writing as a producer and a songwriter. Mm -hmm. And you've certainly done a great job as well, too. We'll play the attractive and live in just one minute. But first, listen to the Mike Widener Show at the MikeWidenerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition rate. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at SonicWebStudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson-Zia has garnered great reviews and Eve Levin enjoys by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manils. So grab your copy today for Girls Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 40 podcast platforms, heard in over 100 countries, also on hamiltonradio.net, Diamonds FM, Oldies Radio, and a few networks coming soon. Take us with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Molsonzia for great books, merchandise, and more. I'll support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the themikewidenershow.com. Make sure you do so today. We're here with singer, songwriter, the amazing multi-talented uh, Babylon here on the Mike Widener Show. Before we continue with our... Um, the latest release, uh, Clyde, also featuring All Your Love and the self-titled debut. Right now, here's here's the latest track, David and Goliath from Babylon, right here on the Mike Widener Show.
think. Whew. I should stop screaming into this thing. That was... Great song by Babylon. David and Goliath here on the Mike Wagner Show. And, and that's all coming from the album Collide. And um, you know, and uh, before we continue that as well, too, you had your self-titled debut as well, too. And, um, you know, once again, tell us about that. And I think we had Leave Your Queen and also Whiskey Lover, Heart Attacks and Southern Roses and more. Yeah, you know, that record, Heart Attacks and Southern Roses, um, I recorded... I recorded it with one microphone in multiple locations, whether it was Brooklyn apartment or um, a rehearsal facility where most of the album was me playing all of the instruments and singing. Um, and then if there was some kind of arrangement that I needed help with, I had a few friends of mine that contributed, um, you know, a few session musicians that contributed and we just kind of recorded what they would add to that line and put a little bit on top of it. But for the most part, that first album um, was like the, the beginning of me um, seeing my own ability come to light, that I have the capability of um, recording something on my own. I have the capability of pushing myself um, if I didn't record that album the way that I did and released it the way that I did and pushed a national tour from it the way that I did, I'd probably, um, you know, I would always sell myself short because mm -hmm. it was a lot of fearful, fearful parts to walk through. You know, I had a lot of session musicians that I was trying to record with at the time and, and things just kept not working out and, you know, people's schedules weren't working and I, and I just, I, I just stopped and I thought, why, why do I need to continue to wait for these things to happen when they're just clearly not aligning? And maybe the universe wants me to learn how to record on my own, learn how to play the drums on my own, learn how to like, and the kit, mind you, is, is <laughs> like, is the, really, you know, I know why everyone needs a drummer. Your brain is sliced open into four different parts. I don't know how to explain it. it. Every limb is working in a different direction, and it feels like you're driving four different cars on five different types of manual transmissions at the same time. So kudos to all the drummers out there because that thing is a thing is a machine to learn how to, how to play <laughs> you and know that was such a challenging definitely challenging part <laughs> and, and i can think of you drummers off the top of my head but that'll be a, another subject for another time as well too and uh getting back to collide as well and um you know tell us more about the um the, the album itself how what inspired you and also include your all you love as well we'd be playing at the um ended the uh, program as well too. And uh, tell us more about all your love and also tell us about the rest of our collide and, um, and, and all about the album. And, uh, what inspired you to get started? Yeah. You know, I am, um, I had a few songs written out. The pandemic hit and I moved upstate and I didn't know how to sit and do and just wait. Like I didn't know how to just, be there. I was on the phone with multiple musicians that I know, a few friends of mine that you know are like nationally, internationally tour musicians. And there was a lot of this same similar, you know, conversation about, 
I don't feel whole unless I'm playing on a stage. Like it's just, it's part of our job. It's part of our business to be surrounded by so many people to have the door shut so quickly, you know, gave a lot of mental instability. So, and, you know, mental inability to understand like what was going on surrounding circumstances in the outside world. Um, so I, I just started, I really started to play the guitar. I really started to write these songs that were again, like empowering and delivering, overcoming something that's greater than you, that keeps you down, you know? Um, so I started, a. a Max Feinstein, um, he is a um, an artist. He's mm-hmm. an artist, song, a singer songwriter, um, in um, North Jersey, New Jersey. He's just Jersey City, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asked me to vocally produce his album, and I replied with, "Well, I can't just vocally produce your album um, because I want to." I want to help as much as I possibly can. And to me, helping as much as I possibly can is I would like to hear your songs as a producer serve the purpose of them being the best that they can be. So if I can be of service, if you're hiring me, I would like to co-produce this album with you and truly teach you all of the things that I know about being a producer and a songwriter to create things that are to create songs that stand the test of time. Mm. Um, this is a, an agreeable term that I've learned from um, Jeff Jones, the Jedi master, the Grammy winning producer. But this conversation I started with him when I met him a long time ago, it must've been 2010. Um, we had agreed that music and sound you know, as a producer, your one job is to set your ego aside and to to put all of your might into creating the best song that you can possibly create for the song itself. No matter what kind of genre, no matter where it's going, the tempo, but what is the feeling? What does the song's soul have to say? And once you can figure out and try to tap together into what each song's soul would like to speak and sing to the world, then your best job is to set your ego aside and help make it be the best song that it can sing. Give it the best suit it can wear. Give it the test of time, to Mm. test time. Mm. So I started producing, you know, Max Feinstein and at his live recording session, we recorded it at EWI Studios, I-I-W-I-I. Um, they're in Hoboken. They're phenomenal. Um, a, um, a studio, um, which they're on platinum level. They're phenomenal. It's a phenomenal analog, analog to digital studio. Phenomenal facility. Um, wonderful, wonderful engineers. You have, you know, a listers in and out constantly. Um, and I'm very fortunate to have worked in that studio as a producer. I noticed Max's session musicians who were collaborating with him to do, you know, because he's, he song wrote the songs. So they were going to record his album. And I just found myself asking two weeks after we had finished producing his album in the recording session, like, 
do you care if I contact your session musicians? Because that's exactly the kind of energy I need. Um, so I quickly called them and we, they didn't bat an eye. They said they would love to record my album with me. They would love to help um, my sound come to life. And I explained to them um, the feelings and how I was going to record this album. So um, besides the fact that they're all very talented, prominent, um, and very, very well-versed, talented musicians um, who have sessioned with a lot of big names. So it was just a room of people who are completely ready to give themselves um, in their best professional capacity. Um, you know, when I explained to them that we only had a month, that they only had a month to learn the album. Wow. That we were only, yeah. So they, yeah. And then we, we then we got pushed back about two weeks um, oh, because of goodness. scheduling issues. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, so they learned the album in about a month and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, we only had uh, three rehearsals. Uh, one of them was a night before the recording. Um, and then when we got to Ewe, there was a confliction of scheduling. So, um, and some of the songs that they didn't even, I told them not to really, you know, we didn't really need to rehearse. We only rehearsed like the, like Honey in particular, we never actually played together in one room ever at the same time. <laughs> Uh, it's a song on the album and it's a glorious one take wonder coast to coast. And that was the only way that I like to record is because I'm a live producer. I don't really like to overdub too much when it comes to the meat and potatoes of music. Um, I really prefer to do the bass, drums, guitar and scratch vocals all at the same time. Um, start to finish, no stops in between. Um, because to me, when I sessioned as a musician, I was ready with my material and I was ready to be at the recording session at the, the peak of my ability. So that's what I expected when I when I got the guys together, too. Hmm. When we got to Ewe, there was a conflict of interest. So we were supposed to schedule for two whole days of recording. Um, and, um, you know, so two whole days and there was a conflict of interest of scheduling with a, 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 a list celebrity TV screening, um, which ended up being, um, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but it was Sesame street, which is really funny. So <laughs> what happened was <laughs> we I'm sure Kermit got has in. an influence on Bert and Ernie and, uh, and of course somebody was right. grouchy on that one. <laughs> exactly. Right. So like we're supposed to come in and like do tone setups on the drums. Right. Mike. And like, they're like, oh, but you know, we're not, you know, we're not going to record. We, we can't record you tonight. We can't record you tomorrow in the morning because we can only start in the afternoon. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, what do you mean? I, what do you mean you're at the studio? And I was like, we're, we're at the studio, dude. And he was like, oh, no. And I was like, it's okay. Like, it's fine. Like, can we just set the tones up and then we'll figure it out? So basically... We set the tones up. Then we left our gear in the live room where they were TV screening the, 
the the Sesame Street. So whatever it's called, this this right exactly the the one episode. So we have our gear in one of these. I don't even know where it is. Like I I've yet to find it. I'm curious whether they cut it out <laughs> I, or not. I, I'll have to but, look it up. I can imagine a uh, big bird trying to play one of those. Can you imagine that? <laughs> right, right. So like, yeah. And like, so then we only had a day and a half to record 10 songs. So what we did was we basically, I was just flying through them. If I liked the take, I was like, great, five minute break. And we're going to come back and start the new song. And we just, I mean, you know, we didn't have more than three takes on each song. Wow. Two to three takes on each song. That's yeah. a record. I got to say that. That's a record, literally. <laughs> I heard. I think I've, I've literally heard that this could be like a World Guinness Book of Records record. So I'm going to like look into this whole. Yeah. So we tracked everything, you know, um, you know, and I, I did the I did the vocals. I did the main vocals in my um, in my upstate apartment. And then but we also had brass and a backing vocalist. So we did those songs in the first day and a half. So like in the first actual day, we got the 10 songs tracked as a full band, bass, drums, guitar, my scratch vocals. And then during the second half of like the second day, right? So like the 0.5 of the 1.5, the last 0.5, right? I had a brass section in one in the main live room. And then I had the backing vocalist in an isolated booth um, and I was directing and the bassist and, and the drummer um, were both helping me direct. So I would come in and I would I would sing the melodic line to the brass section of the song that we were recording because they were also on a time crunch. Um, and I would then I would sing and explain the feelings that I wanted to come out for the backing vocalist in the isolation booth. And I, I muted. We muted the brass section in her headphones and then we muted her in their headphones so if they were to sing or play on the same like higher regiment melodic line they wouldn't get thrown off and get pulled out of the zone so i was then at the last third you know at the last third of the day and a half um producing and directing a brass section and a backing vocalist at the same time while being between two rooms and simultaneously getting them to record. It, yeah, it was crazy, dude. I don't know what to tell you. I, I was going to say, I, I think the next uh, record you should probably do is just like, you know, um, three plus takes or something or three tracks or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it, the next, you know, the next, the next recording, I, here's what I want to do. I'm going to push myself even further because this is what I do to myself. Um, what I'm going to want to do is get a completely live recording and I want it to go directly into tape and I'm going to want to do all of that but not in partitions. So I'm going to want to record everyone at the same time while I'm also directing from the from the front man seat to make a truly true uh, experience but collide is the closest thing to that and I and everyone everyone had an amazing time everyone really gave it their all and I'm and I'm astounded with with what we came up with and what they gave me in in those mere 
um, what is it, 20, 23 hours. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. I'm sure the cast on Sesame Street would have loved that too. So <laughs> Right, right, right. Had they known what was going on. Oh my God. It was, oh, that'd be too crazy. funny. Imagine the uh, yeah. count on that one. Oh, one day. Oh, oh, oh. And where can we find Kalida? Oh, oh, oh. Right, right. That's a keeper. That's a keeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sesame yeah, Street is brought to you by the letter C. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And where can we find Kalida? Oh um, Kalida will be releasing towards um, the middle of September. Um, the full album will be available on all um, streaming platforms by simply searching in the artist field Babylon with two L's um, and that's B-A-B-Y-L-L-O-N. Uh, but currently you have these Dueling Dragon uh, singles that you can check out, um, which we have David and Goliath. Um, it's on all streaming platforms as well as All Your Love. Um, and for those Pandora users, both just came onto Pandora, which I am very uh, thrilled about because it's really mm -hmm. it's phenomenal to get on Pandora radio. <laughs> it's certainly amazing as well, too. We're here with um, Babylon uh, with um, Collide and featuring All Your Love and David Goliath on Mike Wagner's show. And what else can you expect me in 2022 and beyond? Well, Mike, you know, if you feel like running a press campaign with me in the United Kingdom from September 17th to October 3rd, you can come with us on tour if you want. You know, that's what we're doing. Um, I'm going to go out there into the United Kingdom um, and I'm going to be playing the United Kingdom north to south uh, within the vicinity of September 17th um, to October 3rd. Um, with a potential festival date on October 11th. Nice. Okay. We're certainly looking forward to that. And um, once again, uh, tell us about, um, you know, where can we find all your music and where can we uh, get all your, um, your your latest releases and how can people contact you and um, also your website. And uh, once again, where can we find Collide? Yeah, you can find Collide on um, all streaming platforms by searching the artist Babylon. B-A-B-Y-L-L-O-N. Um, currently, there are two singles that are supporting the release of the album, um, and they are out on platforms now. They've been out for about a month. Um, one of them is entitled David and Goliath, um, and the other one is entitled All Your Love. Um, you can get in touch with me by emailing me at booking at powerbushrecords.com. Um, you feel free to look at the website. That's www.powerbushrecords.com or by going to my artist website. That is pbabylon.com. That's p-b-a-b-y-l-l-o-n.com. Or last but not least, um, getting in touch with me on Instagram um, under pbabylon.com. And that's Babylon with two L's. So P, Babylon, yeah. We will certainly, we'll certainly do so. Once again, we're with Babylon here on the Mike Widener Show. Everybody, thank you for your time as always. It's great to hear from you again and looking forward again soon. Make sure you keep us up to date, keep in touch, and we wish you all best. And definitely keep us uh, up to date. you got a great future ahead of you. And best of luck to you in all you do.
Thanks, Mike. Appreciate, appreciate being on the show with you. Always a riot.
The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley, and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia. He is the author of Missing. And I want to give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Mike Wagner Show. Brought to you by international award-winning author Mia Mosin-Zia of Missing. And powered by Sonic Web Studios. Be sure to join us again on over 40 podcast platforms. And of course, on the MikeWagnerShow.com, HamiltonRadio.net, and Diamonds FM. Don't forget to support our program with a generous donation at the MikeWagnerShow.com. Thanks for listening.